Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. Today is Thursday, February 4th, and uh, two shows. Give, giving the listeners really what they want this week, two shows. We're back on our grind. Yeah, it's about time. We, you know, we've been taking a, the, it's, it's been a, a rough few months, you know, trying to get through everything and handling all the sports going on, but, but we're back. We don't want to, we don't want uh, to stop giving the listeners what they want. So yeah, uh, more happy, and more, we keep have, growing. Yeah. Happy we're, to have uh happy to have two shows a week back. Well, for and, now. And, yeah. And we got a lot of content <laughs> to get to. So uh, we it, do. It's good, so we do. We had our show uh, earlier this week with Javon Hagen. If you have not uh, checked that out, um, I want to go shows. listen to it. Yeah, it was one, good. One it was good. Shows. We, you know, we have this little thing at the end, this like this or that type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we need to we need to upgrade ourselves. We need to start making like a site. We need to come up with some names for these things. Okay. You know, other know. than it's what like- you would hear on the playground. Right. Well, every time we reach out to our, our fans, they don't, you know, they don't respond. They don't give us any ideas. We need ideas. Like, listen, we're, nervous. Creative, we're creative people, but, you know, we don't have the answers to everything. Yeah, it's okay to talk to, you know, to the, these two guys. We're, we're normal Joes at yeah. the end of the day. You, yeah. you can give us your ideas and we will take them and we will run with them. We, <laughs> and we will steal we, them. Yeah, we, we we want to implement them in the show. If you have anything, uh, follow us at Call to Maction on Twitter. That's kind of where, I mean, we're we're kind of big time. We're over 400 followers I know, now. So. I know. This thing has grown exponentially at this point. I mean, point. it's taking you, how long have you been on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, I mean, seven years, eight years. I mean, you're still waiting for 400 followers. Yeah, that's not true. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like your attempt. <laughs> I mean, clo- it's close. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're uh, the real Twitter famous one around here anyway. So. Well, that's because I've been alive. Since, I mean, I've been on it since day one. And, you yeah, know, I, know. I got probably a lot of eggs. A lot of those egg yeah. people follow Is that a me. thing anymore? That's a good question. Don't know. But I, I don't, hope I, don't, I, I, hope, an egg I hope they just time. stay on the follower list for me because yeah. they're they're driving the number up. Uh, All your bots, yeah, yeah, <laughs> big, big bot guy uh, <laughs> when it comes to Twitter. But uh, no, let's let's get right into it. Um, all kidding aside, we've had since our last show some really good uh, men's and women's basketball um, games that have gone on. Uh, some good moments. Uh, I'll let I'll let you go first. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and just on the women's side, what's going on? Yeah, uh, a lot of good games last night. It was I was watching a few of them, and uh, a lot of them came down to the wire. Uh, NIU BG was a, a crazy ending. Uh, they had like an offensive foul with two seconds left, and they made two free throws, so they had a last chance possession at it. Obviously, it came up short, so NIU got the win. But um, and then uh, Central Michigan. Uh, played a tough game as well. Um, they only lost by three. Um, so a lot of good games going on um, on the women's side. Um, and Ohio gave Kent their first uh, conference loss as well. Oh. So another good game from CC Hooks, obviously. Um, She's been balling. Yeah. yeah, she has. CC has been balling for sure. Uh, yeah, on the men's side, I closed last show with the fact that you need to, uh, everyone needed to go watch the Toledo Akron game. And it did not disappoint. No, you know, Toledo is, uh, extremely impressive. Uh, you know, that game, uh, I want to say it was tied at 66 all in the, in the, uh, second half and, and Akron kind of came back and, um, Toledo is just the kind of team that 
like Akron missed a couple threes, a couple shots, and Toledo came right down and hit like two threes. Two, and they were like, they're on fire. They're on fire yeah, all give, the time. They they give great no shooting. And it was like a huge, it was like a knockout punch. And that was yep. it. Yep. Uh, and that's what they've been doing um, all year. They're now uh, 11 and one in the conference. And uh, I mean, there's just uh, congrats to Coach Kowalczyk on his 200th win at Toledo. And and really, the other highlight that I want to bring up is last night uh, in a loss, which I'm sure they wanted the outcome to be different. Um, Juice Turner, Justin Turner from Bowling Green became Bowling Green's uh, all time leading scorer in, in men's basketball history, uh, passing Anthony Sacy. Anthony played when I was in school, so that's how long that's been around. That's been around <laughs> for a while. That's been around for a while. But Anthony, I, I saw on Twitter, it was really cool. He posted a message to, to Juice uh, afterwards, congratulating him and everything. I saw that. Yep. And, uh, you know, con- congrats to him. He's He's been a mainstay of, of that Falcon program. And, and, uh, you know, hats off to him for, for sticking with it, coming back and setting that record. And, and, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of the, the men's basketball roundup. Um, today's guest. Yeah. We are going to bring you, you talk a tough loss last night for Bowling Green, but one of the real bright spots of their team this year is Lexi Fleming, a freshman. I mean, she's, she has been just absolutely incredible, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And mid-major, um, mid-major freshman of the year no or is it player 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 that's right player of the year i mean she's she's just been absolutely and i mean despite the loss i mean bowling green's 13 and 4 right now 9 and 3 in the conference um they're sitting i think first in the league now with the kent state loss um so obviously a a great turnaround for that program and they've had the year that everyone uh didn't expect so yeah um, yeah and yeah one one of the one of the biggest turnarounds for sure in in all of college basketball. So um, let's get to our first or our only guest, I should say, let's get <laughs> our guest, uh, Lexi Fleming. All right. Very excited to bring on our, our next guest, uh, freshman guard from the Bowling Green University uh, bas- women's basketball team, Lexi Fleming. Lexi, thanks so much for joining us today. How are you? Thank this you morning? for having us. Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Well, I just want to jump into it. First question, obviously a tough loss last night, but um, you guys are 13 and four overall, nine and three in the Mac. Um, What's been working for you guys? I mean, top of the league right now, obviously you guys have a lot of um, older players, but you got a nice influx of younger players. What's working for you guys? Yeah. So like you said, we lost last night. Um, We just got to learn from it and um, get ready for the next game. What's been working for us is that we have team chemistry. We all love in practice. We all love making each other better, working hard. Um, that's been going well for us. And we also, um, we've just been, we've actually been moving the ball. Well, last night our defense wasn't the best, but um, whatever, uh, usually our defense is sparking our offense. So I think defense is a really strong suit of ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Lexi, let's even before this season, uh, cause like Eric outlined, I mean, you guys are the top um, and, and since, since coach Freilich's come in, uh, she's changed things around and has that winning culture that she kind of brought with her. What, what ultimately uh, made you choose to go to Bowling Green in the first place? Yeah. Like you said, the winning culture was amazing, but not even the winning culture, just like the culture in general, we have our core values. Um, 
everything that we do relates back to them and she comes like she involves her family and everything family is a big aspect in the program and just the winning culture and the culture in general just really pulled me into bg and despite the culture what's it been like kind of playing for her and and learning the schemes and and what's it what's that kind of been like is she is she tough on you guys is she more of like a a loving coach tell us about coach fraley you know off the court and, and things like that yeah, she's definitely a more like loving coach. And when she does yell, you know, it's like you're we got to pick something up. We got to do something <laughs> another way. So she's definitely is a more loving type of coach, which I love <laughs> getting yelled. That's not my strong suit. <laughs> but um, yeah, she definitely is a loving type of coach. Um, she had obviously I've watched her at Ashland and she's brought in national championship and she's just a great coach. Is, is there, I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but do you have a, a Coach Freilich story that stands out to you? Maybe, um, uh, yeah, is there anything? Um, let's think. I can't think of any. Um, no. That's all right. You're still a freshman. If you got a long <laughs> Yeah, long yeah, way, not, not much has happened. Or is there even anything, uh, you know, maybe team celebration-wise? Is there anything that people would, like, take us inside the locker room with, with Coach Freilich? Yeah, so definitely after we beat Toledo, um, the first and the second time, we water was thrown everywhere. And then I was thinking, I'm like, I don't – obviously, I'm just a freshman, so I know her, but not as well as everyone else. And I was like, are we, like, allowed to throw water? Like, it's going to get messy in here, especially if we just beat Toledo. But Coach Freelick was the first one in there drenched with water, and she was just loving it. She was so happy that we were happy, and – she was loving that she was drenched. <laughs> That's, great. That's great. I mean, you, you mentioned beating Toledo. You guys have had, obviously, so much success early on in the year. Um, but you've had just an incredible run to start your Bowling Green career. I mean, the first game, you drop a program record 24 points in your debut. Did you expect to have, you know, this much success early on? I really did not. I was just trying to get my feet wet and um, see how – like I fit in like where, what my role was. And I think everyone on the team found what their role was, their role was, and we are just executing our role. And, you know, part of that success has carried on, not just your debut, but through the, throughout this season uh, to be mentioned uh, for the Becky Hammond mid-major player of the year to this point, uh, just, you know, being a freshman, getting that, um, getting being on that list just in general how, how does that make you feel how does it push you uh you know whether you get that award at the end of the year or not how does that push you going forward yeah being on that list was truly an honor and I think it only pushed me to work harder and see what more I have in me to give to the team really and I mean what does it mean to you to be the only freshman on that list I mean you're looking at guards from the MAC, even like CC Hooks Dacia Fair and you're on that list what does that mean to you it really was, like I said, it was an honor to, like, know that I, um, CC Hooks and Deja Fair are great point guards, and I think that it's so, um, it's just so nice to be on that list to see where I, what, like, steps I can actually take to see where I can go. Sure, the, the recognition's awesome, and, and like Eric said, we have, we have great, I mean, women, women's basketball, the MAC for women's basketball has long been a, um, you know, outstanding conference. Uh, how much did you know prior to coming to BG about the Mac and just how would you just being fresh to it and everything? Uh, how would you describe 
uh, Mac women's basketball to someone who doesn't normally watch our conference? Mac women's basketball is a tough conference. Um, games can go any way. Um, like BG, they've um, not really, I wouldn't say struggled in the past. They were upcoming. They knew what they were getting into. They knew the progress that they could, like how successful they could be. And it's all paying off right now. And it just shows you that how um, we've kind of turned it around this year is how good the Mac, the Mac actually is. Because no matter the night games, you're always going to be in a game. You have to play very well every single night to be successful. Yeah, and obviously we have a, a long way to go throughout the season, but the ultimate goal is obviously getting to Cleveland and, and winning a MAC championship. What would that mean for you as, as, as a freshman coming in to, to make it to Cleveland and get to play at, at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse? Yeah, I honestly remember when I was on my visit and they were talking about getting to Cleveland. That's all like we've ever wanted to do. And I think it would be just not even like for me, but for the upperclassmen that's, that have worked so hard endlessly. And sometimes they've seen results, sometimes they want it, but now they are. So I think I want to do it for the upperclassmen who have been through some tough things and just do it for them. You know, it always comes up as we talk to people, um, whether it was really football or basketball. I mean, we were, we're dealing with a difficult year this year, a year like no other. And uh, my personal preference is always to look forward and, um, and maybe see that little light at the end of the tunnel. But how has it affected you, not affected you to, I know you get limited fans in the crowd and everything. And, um, you know, but the tournament won't be like a normal tournament. It, how, how is that as a team, you know, how, how's that work? How does, how does not having as many fans there to support you, um, you know, th does that hurt your game at all? D does it not matter? I mean, how does that affect you? Um, I think that it doesn't really affect us. We have the best bench in the nation and we hear them throughout the game so loud, always hyping each other up. Um, I think fans would give us energy, but I also don't think that we are playing very well, so I think that we can see the potential when fans come in, but right now we're playing how we do play, fans or not. So I think, um, yeah, I just think that our bench <laughs> brings in so much, and it's great. Who's, who's the best hype person on your team? I, it's all of them. I can't – I don't <laughs> even know one. It's all of them. It truly is. Well, we know, um, you know, having gone to school – at BG, um, I just know how much the community, no matter, no matter really what the sport is, I mean, you could go across everywhere and Bowling Green just uh, thrives off their, off the Falcons and off the team. So once, you know, you guys have this rolling and looking, I'm sure you're looking forward to future years where that place, um, you know, it has, has all the support that you guys uh, need and deserve. Um, you know, basketball's in your blood. Um, dad was a longtime basketball coach. I know your brother is also playing at, uh, I always get the, I think this is right, right? Bellarmine. Bellarmine yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. A lot of people get it wrong, but I, Bellarmine, um, you know, what's the competitive competitiveness been like growing up in your house? It's actually been pretty funny because our competitiveness goes through like out anything, like who can be first and whatever. It's not just basketball, but um, also, with my dad being a coach, some people would think that, like, he's very, like, this after the game, like, call, like, you need to do this better, this better, this better. It's nothing like that. He's like, great job. I saw maybe one thing you can improve on, but 
whatever that happens like once in a while if you actually see something very important but the competitiveness is very high in my family um my two brothers played so I've grown up kind of been pushed around so it's been good to be um pushed around like that so I can be fearless what's uh yeah I was gonna ask what's the biggest lesson you've learned with your not only your dad as a basketball coach but but your brothers playing as well what's the biggest lesson you've learned from them yeah, so definitely my um, brothers played for my dad, and I've, like, always watched their practices and games, and the way my brothers played is kind of how I play. Like, you got to dive on the floor to get the ball, and I'm shorter, so I have to, like, box out harder. I have to jump to – like, I have to just do, like, these little things because I'm shorter, and my other brother, CJ, is actually kind of short too. So we um, have to, like, work a little bit harder than everyone else because of our size. Sure. No, that's, that's great. Is, is there one, uh, I mean, what's the pecking order right now out, of, out on the court when you go home? I mean, who's, who's like the top dog? <laughs> There's gotta be some one-on-one. Isn't there we some have, playing going? Yeah, we have, um, it's kind of funny how each of us, um, we, especially my parents even played too. So we all have different things that it, like that are strong suits. So I think Coach Freelick said one time, like the Fleming family can get a five on five game with our entire family. <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, obviously we talked about this before we were recording, but um, I, we have to bring up the, the family food truck business. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about it and, and what's going on with that? <laughs> yeah. So my family has a um, funnel cake food truck. It's called Fabulous Funnel Cakes. And I'm not really sure when my parents started it, but it was a couple years ago and we go to festivals, we go to football games, track meets, um, other things like that and it's just our family's thing so we pull up our trucks some places and just sell our funnel cakes oreos and whatever else we have we have a lot of things <laughs> yeah what, what's what's the specialty item like well, if we if eric and i drive up what are we getting it's definitely going to be my station which is the snow cones <laughs> and lemonade so come to my station <laughs> oh wow big man you need, i mean you talk about funnel cakes no one even mentions snow cones all right jeez <laughs> What's I, got pushed, I got pushed outside the uh, the trailer now. <laughs> <laughs> did you work? How how many years did you work on that growing up? Like, was it every weekend type thing or or what? Um, no, actually, I would kind of get stuck into working it. It actually is fun, but it's a lot of work. Like, props yeah, to my parents. It is a lot of work. What's um, the toughest thing about about owning a funnel cake food truck? Well, honestly, the toughest thing for me is that it's the only conversation in our household that we talk about the only thing everything is funnel cake related <laughs> well i mean we talked earlier about you getting to cleveland uh i think we need to get the funnel truck to cleveland outside <laughs> yeah, the field house yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. you know if we're not all locked inside there it'd be nice to just walk across the street uh, you know at any given point and get a snow cone or right. funnel cake for sure is you do you have a favorite thing is there a favorite um, thing yeah, mine's definitely the fried Oreos. Oh, Oreos. Oh, wow. That's, my uh... already. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 tough to compete with for sure. <laughs> well, no, that's that's really cool. It's it's fun to hear. You know, everyone's got some off the court um, stuff that we love talking about, and that's why we bring you guys on. Uh, you know, that's what we all try to try to talk about. Um, you know, you're not just a basketball player. There's other stuff, there's other stuff going on. And so right. to, to have a funnel cake business uh, in the fam is, is really cool to hear. And when next that's in Cincinnati. Correct. 
yeah so we just got to drive around i mean do you guys have like do you guys do the whole like mark do you are you on like instagram are you we actually don't have an instagram we have facebook and we have like okay. business cards so we just are handing out the business cards left and right can i can i ask something about cincinnati what's what's the deal with skyline chili oh my gosh so good you have to the chili's amazing have to get it why is everyone in cincinnati obsessed with it i really don't know i didn't realize like how big it was until like i met people not from cincinnati they're like it's like it's like below average and i'm like oh okay <laughs> eric you've never had it uh i can't say that i have i mean i've had oh, chili wow. and noodles on it before but never skyline mm. is that still in bowling green they, st- they had one in bowling green they used to oh gone huh gone that's that's tough i mean there was a time when skyline chili was in in bowling green (laughs) and i think that may be the first place i ever had it uh i want to say yeah it's uh it's wild there it's a wild ride it's uh (laughs) you know neon orange cheese that who knows who knows where it was processed it's like from the package yeah mutated yeah it's it's wild uh it's a it's a trip one day on one of our road trips we will we will get we will get cincinnati chili and then we will go find this funnel truck and that that's going to be a lot of cows a lot of cows that day that's the perfect combination Well, we want to close this. It's something new that we've been doing um, recently with our show, but it's kind of like a, we don't have a name for it yet, but it's like a this or that type thing. So we're going to ask you to pick between two things and then you got to tell us why you gave the answer, just not one word. Um, and, And it's tough because you're a freshman and we've been dealing with a pandemic and you probably haven't been out and about too much, uh, in Bowling Green, but we'll, we'll give this a go. Um, all right. Poly eyes or Pisanello's. Poly eyes, breadsticks, outstanding. They're like a calzone, and they were so good. <laughs> what what flavor do you get? Or I guess not. I, flavor usually, I For... think I get chicken and mushrooms. And okay. Like, okay. I, yeah. Do they have their own so, ranch there? Is that a thing, or am I just thinking that? Time. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's good. It's I don't know what it is, but it's heavenly. It's, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric, you can go. Uh, yeah, the next one is uh, the Union or the Oaks. Union, it has steak and shake for sure. Ooh. <laughs> all right, about steak and shake. <laughs> yeah, the union's got all sorts of fun things, uh, there. And I don't know what the Oaks is, I mean, it's like a restaurant kind of thing, just a dining hall. No, dining oh, hall. it's a dining yeah. hall. Okay, um, all right, we'll, we'll go. What, what is the best dorm on campus, Centennial or Falcon Heights? Centennial for sure, all, where all the freshmen are oh okay now jeremy put this together so i don't really know what half these things are uh, <laughs> uh freddy or and frida or sick sick freddy and frida <laughs> they're always <laughs> at every right. basketball game <laughs> okay i gotta admit the sick sick the those people have scared me since the day i first saw them i don't so, know i've always know. i've always get scared i don't know what it is <laughs> freddy and frida are such fun-loving creatures and right. uh the, i don't know who's in those other costumes but the the masks <laughs> and everything like when i was walking around I'm like ah, i'm gonna stay away from from them uh, no no thanks to that all right um something you've dealt with and i don't even know if have you been in any in-person classes since you've yeah been? okay so you like online classes better or in-person classes better in i I think I like in-person better. You get to like just be around people and it's kind of like a break from the pandemic. So it's, yeah. it's my um, in-person classes have been going well. 
what sport would you play if you weren't playing basketball? Probably soccer. I played that until um, high school. Um, I love soccer, but obviously I just picked basketball. Hmm. Who wins in a game of one-on-one, you or your brother CJ? Definitely me. I will beat CJ in any game. <laughs> Ouch. Okay. <laughs> Who's the best dancer on the team? Dancer. If not me, but I'm just kidding. I'm an awful <laughs> dancer. Um, definitely Macy Spielman. Okay. And then uh, other than the Stroh, what is your favorite spot on campus? I'm going to say outside the Stroh, but um, <laughs> just looking at Stroh. Uh, let's see. That's where I spend most of my time. But there's, um, when it's actually not snowy, there's Carolina Park, and it's just right outside, and it's just really pretty. The look at you can get, like, a view of a lot of things, so it's cool. And then well, my last one, it's not kind of an either-or question, but um, the one thing that I uh, normally ask any Bowling Green person is, how do you like the walk to classes? Because I could, especially during this time of year. It is so cold. It's like helpful that you have your mask on. So it's like the wind is like actually like being blocked by something. It is so cold. You have to have your boots on. You're not making a fashion statement because you're just trying to stay warm in any way possible. No doubt. The wind, Eric, I mean, I know you've been up there with me, but the wind, when that whips through there, I mean, there's nothing to block it (laughs) and it's cold and uh, it's like a different kind of cold. It always has been, you know, as Eric and I are talking to you from Cleveland and I mean, it's cold here and we're by the lake, but it's just something, I don't know. I just, you know, you, you wore stuff. I just didn't go to class, but I don't <laughs> recommend that. But I mean, it's too cold. Just forget about <laughs> it like that. Cool. No, thanks. No, thanks. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that you should do that. But sometimes you just looked out, you saw other people, you know, walking and they're like heads are down and and they got the hoods. And I'm like, uh, you know what? I'm, I'll, I'll catch him the next day. I'll catch you. Okay, <laughs> better luck next time. But uh, no, is is uh Lexi, it's great having you on here today. Uh, all kidding aside, um, you know, you've, you've put together quite a year, you and your team, uh, that turned around one of the best in the NCAA this year. And, um, you know, we, we uh, thank you for your time and best of luck the rest of the season. And we hope to see you in Cleveland. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Return of the man. Return of the man.